Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Glad to glad to see your smiling face today. Well, I see it on camera. <laughs> People listening to this going, well, I don't see anything. It's glad to see your smiling face, too. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about today. A lot of things happening. But one thing that I just saw this, it crossed the line a little while ago. Uh, a massive explosion has been heard across Oxfordshire uh, this evening. That's in England. After right. a lightning bolt struck a gas tank, causing a huge fireball to shoot up into the night sky. There are pictures of it. It looks like a nuclear bomb went off. And they're kind of saying, um, oh, it was a lightning strike that hit a tank. Don't worry about it. I sometimes uh, wonder whether we're just, they think we're dumb, you know. <laughs> They think that the public is stupid. Uh, we still, by the way, in the U.S., we still haven't gotten the ammonium nitrate, the 30 tons that they lost. You know, ammonium nitrate is what they used to blow up the Murrah building in uh, in Oklahoma City. Uh, and they, that wasn't uh, weapons grade. I think this was weapons grade. Yeah, that was just regular run-of-the-mill. Fertilizer, right? Fertilizer, <laughs> yeah. So, it, Look, that stuff is is dangerous, and um, you know there's 60 tons of it out there floating <laughs> around somewhere. Then there's the rocket fuel, and yeah. There was some, and there's something else that's floating around. I forget what it is. There's crap going on everywhere. We so we have rocket fuel missing. No big thing. Nothing to see here. Just keep moving on. We have uh, 30 tons of ammonium nitrate, 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate. Which, by the way, they said, well, we think it was. Uh, a leak in a tanker, a uh, railroad car, and, and it spilled it, out along the track. Yeah, sixty thousand tons of it spilled. Uh, uh, now, my first question would be: Okay, get a flashlight, guys, and go for a walk. You should see a trail of ammonium nitrate. Well, let me ask you a question. Now, this is not one that I would know the answer to, but I would think logically: mm -hmm. You're in the locomotive. And it's pulling a load. Right. There's got to be something there. That goes, yeah, we're pulling, uh, we're pulling uh, one thousand tons of cargo. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I know and all of a sudden, man, we just dropped sixty tons of cargo. What the hell's going on? There's got to be some kind of indication that you're missing a car or you're missing something. That makes a lot of sense, but they would probably say, "Well, that's too sophisticated. We're just a, oh. we're just a standard old freight train. How, how do we know oh. that stuff? You know?" <laughs> oh, Pucky! I mean, no, 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 no. There's got to be. Know, just to an experienced engineer, Bill, if you're climbing a steep grade in your freight train, right. and it's and it's a little easier, all I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, you're climbing a little faster. Maybe it's because the load you're pulling is a little lighter. Lighter, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there there are indications, and uh, sixty it's sixty tons. That's that's a lot of weight. That's pretty significant. And there would be some way, somehow, somebody would go, you know, something's not right here. You know, the, well, that gauge over there says we're a little light, <laughs> lighting the loafers on the tracks. You know, maybe there's something to it. Well, I think we're being lied to on a lot of different levels. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just very suspicious, especially, you know, in the past few years, I do find myself doubting a lot of things that I used to take for granted mm -hmm. because, because I think I have been lied to on so many fronts for so many years. I think you have, too. Everybody has. Well, I, yeah, I, I just think that they, they don't tell us the truth about so many things, and uh, you become very distrustful. About well, I, you know, look, let's be honest. I was in bad relationships, and, yeah, you get lied to all the time. And so I know a lie when I see one and smell one. And this government is lying to us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just know from experience what I'm being lied to. And so, you know, when I see a, a mushroom cloud explosion in uh, England and they just say, oh, it's a lightning bolt to hit a tank. Don't worry about it. Not a big deal. We have fire trucks on the scene. Uh, just forget about it. I, I sometimes question that. I really do. Uh, I, you know, we we have nobody has answered the question: Why do we have so many food processing plants that have gone up in smoke in the last year? I mean, over a hundred. Yeah. I, I mean, does does anybody think that maybe something's going on 
it's not just a coincidence. I mean, if they if you had a hundred uh, Ford dealerships going up right. around the country, there would be mm. more talk about it. Hey, they're burning the Ford dealerships. Oh my goodness, there's something going on. Now, maybe it's the guys at GM burning. But this is just ignored. You know, uh, I, I I don't understand it, Bill. It is funny though. You mentioned it. You know, dealerships, or uh, you're really you're talking about uh, maybe. Uh, Maybe production factories going up in smoke because there's something, you know, the auto industry can't be, uh, it's not doing that well. You know, then I, then I read stuff, you know, we're talking about uh, being lied to. I, I just read this too about uh, 10 minutes before the show started. Uh, the Pentagon is warning Congress that it is running low on money to replace yeah. weapons the U.S. has sent to the Ukraine and has already been forced to slow down resupply. Uh, amongst some of their troops, according to a letter sent to congressional leaders. Think about yeah. that for a second. I mean, here's what I didn't understand about this. You would think that before they decided to send your the equipment out, somebody would have said, wait a second, let's count what we have before we send it, okay? Make sure well, we're not short. Yeah, but there's, there's, there's a lot to be read there. I, I read the same article, and they're worried because— you know, Congress is cutting off those funds. And Joe Biden came around and said, don't worry, Ukraine, we're going to give you the weapons you need to fight this war. Now, my question is, we've already given them weapons, and they're doing such a great job there. Russia is just on their knees begging them, give us a break, give us a break, give us a break. You guys are beating the hell out of us. Maybe we're not beating the hell out of them. And maybe oh, I, that hard work. I don't think, we're, you mean beating the hell out of Russia? Yeah, so maybe what they're really telling us is the hardware we've sent over there has been pretty well blown up. Yeah. Well, everything I've read from non-mainstream media sources, mm -hmm. but reliable uh, uh, expert sources, I mean, guys like uh, Doug McGregor, who, right. who worked in the Pentagon, worked as an advisor to presidents, who is retired now, and he's one of these guys that is saying... To anybody who will listen, hey, we're not being told the truth here. We're losing this, and the, he he thinks we've already lost it. He thinks the Ukraine war is already done. He thinks that we've been they've been sending their men into a meat grinder. I mean, literally, uh, this guy Zelensky. He he. Anybody who has two legs can go and can walk. He's been sending up to the front. He told. NATO countries, if you find any Ukrainian men of military age in your country, we would appreciate your detaining them and shipping them back here so we can use them in our war effort. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that's that sounds like desperation to me. That's desperation. Do you know how many Ukrainian people are here in the United States? What are they going to do? Uh, if you're Ukrainian and in the United States, you got to come back and fight the war? Oh, yeah, right. That'll happen. All you do, folks, if you're Ukrainian and you came here and all of a sudden you find that they're trying to bus you back, uh, bus you to the airport to send you back to the Ukraine, all you do is go down to Mexico and wait for a day or two and then come across the border and they'll yeah. completely ignore you in this country, okay? Yeah. In the words of AOC, tell them to pound sand. Yeah. Um, so we, we're running short, supposedly, on our own supplies. And this mm -hmm. is the Biden administration. You know... I don't know about you, but when I watch these guys, these, quote, experts talking on TV about they're going to do this and they're doing that and this is right for the government, they all have the nice suits, the nice ties, their hair is combed just right because they have and a perfect haircut. And, and that equates, in many, in many eyes, that equates to intelligence. That's not the case. No, it equates to privileged you know, well, that, they, well they, that's what it. Yeah, that's honest. That's true, Bill. That's what it really yeah. does equate to. I mean, if you don't have some dirt under your fingernails, I'm not saying you know, get dirty fingernails, but I'm saying a working man and somebody. You know, they got calloused hands. They, you can see it when you see somebody their their hands coiffed just so, and they've got a nice little pedicure and everything yeah. going on, and they wear a nice tailored suit. They're privileged. Let's just be honest with it. And they think that they. By doing so, they have the right to tell you what to do, and apparently you believe it. So they boss you around, and they don't know 
their rear end from, you know, a hole in the ground. Pentagon Comptroller Michael McCord told House and Senate leaders there is $1.6 billion left of the $25.9 billion Congress provided to replenish U.S. military stocks that have been flowing to the Ukraine. I mean, we are just oozing money to this war effort. And again, this goes to how much of it really gets to the war effort. I mean, I think we're building right now an entirely new level of uh, privileged and elite in the Ukraine. You know, I I think I told you this, uh, supposedly Mm -hmm. Zelensky has got this gorgeous mansion in Florida. You know, I mean, is, he, is he planning on, on moving to America when the country falls? Oh, it was a great effort. We, we lost, uh, you know, half a trillion dollars of our funds. But boy, Zelensky lived and he's living in a mansion in Florida. And if you see the pictures, God bless these poor young men who are being thrown into the meat grinder. I mean, literally, these are young men being shuffled off to war and, and they're not trained. They're not fully trained. They're just, here's a weapon, here's a uniform, you're off. And, and this mm-hmm. is not the way. And in the meantime, the Russians are using one-third of their army. They supposedly have got two-thirds of their army in reserve. They haven't used all of what they have. The Russians oh. are not losing, folks. I mean, it, it, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, speaking of Russia, uh, I guess it's going to be today or sometime this week. Uh, you know how we have satellite intelligence and everything. Yeah. There's a place where they test nukes and missiles and stuff like that. Yeah. They are getting ready to do a big test this week. Why? To show the world what they have. It's, it's one more effort on the part, I think, of the Russians not to go to nuclear war. Well, I, I think yeah. well, I think they figure if they can show how powerful they are without lighting up uh, an enemy city, then I think that's where they're at right now. But don't, mark my words, this administration and these people are pushing our country closer and closer to nuclear war. I mean, you yeah. have you have President Trump; uh, he has said it uh, on a number of different occasions. Here's one example. Every single day they talk about, will this end up in nuclear war? We're on the precipice of a disaster, the likes of which this world has never seen. This will make World War One and World War II like baby stuff. That's President Trump not too long ago. We're on the precipice mm-hmm. of nuclear war. That hasn't changed. No, it's not going to. It's getting worse. But that's what I'm saying. They're testing... Some kind of missile, or the, the, but it's a nuclear-tipped uh, weapon or, you know, they're some kind of explosive thing that they want to test. And, you know, why now? Why now? Well, you're right. It's probably to sit there and uh, send a signal or, you know, around the globe to us that, hey, stand down. Otherwise, you know, you're going to get what you, uh, you, know, what you're, what they, you ask for. Bill, they don't want to – they don't want to – use nuclear weapons. I really, if they, you, I mean, I, even if they're, even if they're fundamentally different, uh, you know, as far as their politics go, they're still people. Okay. And no, no human being wants to get in the middle of a nuclear war because they know as soon as they launch their nuclear weapon, even if we're, even if we're half the nuclear power that they are, will still blow them off the face of the earth too. It's that it's oh, the, yeah, that you, kind of a situation right now. All you need is one nuke and you can you can do something unless you got a dud in your hands. But you know, here's an interesting thought. Uh Russia doesn't want to start a nuclear war because if you start it, you know retaliation's coming to you. Now, let's slide in Kim Jong Un and uh you know, his nuclear uh arsenal that he's building. There were certain parts that he didn't have, and China was not on board. They did not want to give him the stuff to build that intercontinental ballistic missile that can reach the United States. Yeah. You know, Russia said, yeah, go ahead and give it to him. China got on board with that. So now Kim has got the ability to fly it across the water and hit us. Now, if Kim flies the missiles, 
Are we going to hit Russia? Are we going to hit China? Are we going to hit North Korea? I don't know. I mean, I, we would I, hit I, them. I don't. I don't think that we would just uh, unilaterally launch towards everybody. But I, I do think that that we would go on like a high alert. If if one country like if North Korea were to send a weapon our our way, well, we would, they wouldn't send one. They would send ten. And uh, we know from nine one one what happens to our country when one building comes down. You take down ten cities. But don't you think that we have nuclear powered uh, submarines right off the coast of uh, North Korea? That will take their weapons down in a heartbeat. I mean, we've got deterrent. Trust me, we're not just letting them build their weaponry up and doing nothing about it. We have got ships all around Korea, uh, strategically placed to deal with them. If uh, if that happens, well, right? I'm sure that we got ships or bases that sit there, and when a launch is detected. They can fire an intercepting missile, but it depends on how many you got coming in. Sooner or later, uh, well, I hate to say it, sooner or later, if we don't get things to stand down, it's going to happen. Yeah, someone's going to make a mistake, Bill. Someone's going to have a trigger, uh, itchy trigger finger, and bang, it's going to happen. I never thought that in in, in any Democrat or Republican uh, administration that we would get to that point. You know, we might have had some ground stuff and some political wars. But Biden has ushered in a whole new level of stupidity. Bill, what's, the, what's amazing, he's, he's done it intentionally mm -hmm. with knowledge and force, forethought. He did this intentionally. He decided this is where he's taken this country, destroyed our borders. He uh, allowed terrorists into our country. We have terrorists in our country. We know it. They, well, they've caught some, but a lot of them got away. Well, there's a couple of things going on because that gets to immigration. And Bill Clinton, oh, go ahead. I, I was just going to point out before we get off that, that topic, I watched a movie yesterday, and I would recommend it to you. It's a documentary. It's, right. a, it's on Netflix, and it's called Ordinary Men, The Hidden— I'll write it down. Yeah, Ordinary Men, The Hidden Holocaust. It's narrated by— uh, what's his name? Brian Cox, who does right. the, who does the McDonald's commercials too, but that doesn't really. Uh, Brian Cox is the noted British actor, uh, and it what it talks about, and what's and you. By the way, I warn you, this is not for the faint of heart. I would suggest that you don't watch it in front of children because uh, it's about the Holocaust, the hidden Holocaust. It's about the murdering of innocents. And they show some visuals, and you don't want to have little kids seeing this, I don't think. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's something that people should see. A lot of people nowadays, especially young people, don't believe this happened. Don't believe this stuff happened. But the difference between this and a regular documentary about the Holocaust is it talks about one unit, a German police unit called the 101, I think, that was their mm -hmm. number. And what it talks about is that this unit was comprised of ordinary people, ordinary human beings like teachers, doctors, mechanics, lawyers, you know, I mean, run-of-the-mill store owners, run-of-the-mill people. And they got them all together. And their, mm -hmm. their job was to go into occupied territories like in Poland and to round up the Jews and the dissidents, you know, Catholic priests, things like that, right. and and to shoot them. I'm not talking about one of them or two of them. I'm talking about they would walk into a village, and there would be 1,500 Jews of, I mean, babies, women, old people, young people. They would huddle them all together, and their job as a police group comprised of normal human beings, I mean, ordinary Germans, is to shoot every single one of them dead. Well, and, I don't know that you'd call them ordinary. Because, well, no, no, you know, this is the thing about it, Bill. They, they had psychologists and psychiatrists. you got to see this because, um, by the way, ratings-wise, it has like a 7.8 on a 10. So it, I mean, it, it's got a, 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 
A lot of people have watched it and said this is unbelievable. Uh, The thing about it is, is that they were normal people before the war. They weren't killers before the war. They were put in a situation where they were told for God and country, not God, but for country and fewer in country, they had to kill all of these dissidents. And they were made to feel as if these people weren't uh, on the same level as they were. They were Aryans and the other people were Jews, you know. And well, that's going on in the United States right now. This is if what I'm... This is what I was going to point. This is where I was going with this bill. This is that that people think. Well, that couldn't happen. That couldn't happen now. It could happen in this country. If well, if we don't get our stuff together, it could happen here. It, they can convince normal people in this country to do the most abhorrent things. And, well, and, they're already trying to. If you're a GOP person, if you are a MAGA person, or a Trumper. You know, they have got a certain amount of people that believe that they should just, we don't need you. You, you, don't, even, you don't even need the skin you live in or the air you breathe. Well, Biden's, Biden's promoting uh, anti-MAGA. Oh, pretty soon, by the way, don't think for one second if Biden didn't get it, he, he, it wouldn't bother him one iota if he were to make it so that MAGA people were being abused on the street, were being uh, attacked by normal people because they had a MAGA sign on their car or they carried the American flag. I mean, this is what happens, folks. It doesn't happen just to them. It can happen to you. It can happen in this world. If you ask the German people in 1935... Do you think that our country will be rounding up innocent babies and women and old people and we executing them, summarily executing these people? lady from Russia that's uh, now a citizen of the United States said, you know, Joe Biden's DOJ is just like the Russian KGB, if not worse. So, And, and you know, by the way, uh, Stalin, you know, Hitler was horrendous. Hitler was mm-hmm. awful. Do you know that Stalin killed 21 million people? Stalin, Joseph Stalin, yeah. killed 21 million people and didn't miss a meal. He just, nope. these guys, that's the thing about evil, friends. Evil can live with itself. Evil, evil can live with itself, you know? Yeah. And, they, and they can persuade good people in the right circumstances to do terrible things. You know, and we as a country, people say, well, how important is it that we... Uh, save our country. How important is it that we keep America the shining light on the hill, right? It's incredibly important because there are few places on this planet that are as good as this country is when it's good. Well, it's not good right now. And even even Democrats are, are talking about it. Uh, case in point, Bill Clinton says, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, immigration is broken under the Biden administration, and we need to fix it right now. Wow. Now, he says it's time to end asylum in sanctuary cities that the Democrats have so loved to promote. I mean, I don't think he got Hillary's permission to say that, but... <laughs> you know where he said it? Uh, actually, he called a conservative talk radio talk show, program yeah. in New York yeah. City. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he said that, and, you know... Maybe, just maybe, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Bill Clinton fan, but you know, there, there's an olive branch. I think, I, I think immigration, you know, you're looking for a buzzword for this election coming up. That's the hot button. That's the one that everybody's worried about in New York. Mm-hmm. They are now making jobs that are available only yes. for immigrants. And you, you get to keep the money that they're giving you. You get the money that you're going to make. And these are good jobs. They're not crap so jobs. So wait a second. If you're an unemployed veteran, no? Screw you. You didn't do anything that were You didn't come across and have to cross that river. You didn't come across illegally, you know? Unbelievable. And, and by the way, they're not, well, being, they're not being created by conservatives, folks. They're being created by the woke left. And go to Pennsylvania because you'll get a driver's license right away and a voting card. 
Unbelievable. That, that yeah, is, you know. Th- th- this is just uh, mind-boggling. And by the way, it all starts at the border where if you see any video right now of people coming across the border, the vast majority of them are military-aged single males. And you have to ask yourself, who is sending these people into our country? And yeah. what do they have planned in the not-too-distant future? I mean, uh, these guys are all, they look like they're all like soldiers. There's 75,000 known. Now, Trump made the biggest campaign promise ever, and probably it if he gets reelected, it will go down, it'll be in history books for centuries. And that is, he has promised that he is going to do the biggest deportation yep. in history bar none. He so thinks that gonna... Eisenhower was great, but this will be bigger and better because Trump does everything bigger and well, better. He doesn't have a choice. No, no, whoever's president doesn't have a choice. But here's the um, problem, Bill. The problem is, I, I hate to use this analogy, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and please take this as just an example when you go into a room that's filled with cockroaches and you hit the light on, they run. They run. They disappear. And we have got 15 million people in this country that we know of, and maybe another 5 million that got in here illegally. And, and they're not going to go quietly and uh, orderly. They're not going to get on an airplane and hop, you know, fly away back to their home country. They're going to hide. Yeah, well, now here's the deal. You know, an exterminator would tell you, I think the old number was, you see a cockroach, it's got 10 brothers and sisters hidden in the walls. Now it's more like 100 of them. Apply that to immigration, illegal immigrants. They got a problem up in um, up in Michigan where, you know, the, the, the rich people are all going, yeah. you know, that, oh, these people have rights too. And actually they don't call them, they don't call them immigrants. Are you ready for what they call them? Oh, I got to hear this. Go ahead. Transnationals. Transnationals. So you could be uh, a freedom fighter, a fighter of fortune for a different country. I'm a transnational. You know, they they gave them like a gender ID, but now they're breaking into all these elite homes of the people. Who say, oh yeah, they're they're people too, and they have rights too, and they deserve better. Well, good. They're taking better. They're breaking into their homes and taking all their valuables. Imagine wow. that. Wow. The hand that feeds them. Well, you heard it. Rob it. Yesterday, I read a report about uh, three young girls up in Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota, right? One, just a hop, skip, and a jump from Canada, right? And mm-hmm. they were raped by a, a, a gang of illegals. A gang of illegals. Think about that for a second. In Minnesota. And... Uh, you can thank Joe Biden for that. You can you can put it on his doorstep because it's his fault. If he had protected our country like he swore an oath to, then we wouldn't have had that problem. Those little girls would have been okay. And if you are somebody who believes that Biden is your man, I would think that maybe when you hear news like that, you reassess your position. Yeah. Reminds me, though, of the story. There was that little girl that uh, was riding her bike at a campground, and she goes, oh, I'm going to make one last round, and she didn't come back, and then they found out she was abducted. Little girls, that I think she was like 9, 10, mm-hmm. 11 years old, kids that age, when they're abducted within the first three hours, they're dead. The good news on her yeah. is that they found her last night. Thank God. And she's alive and well. From what I understand, she's alive and well. They got the guy that, uh, no, I don't know if it was, you know, some pervert or an illegal. Who knows? They're not saying anything. They're doing everything that they you know, got to do. You know what they try to do? The media is so desperate to make it appear normal. They'll say things like, you know, the, the girl was attacked by a Philadelphia man. And that's not true. Many, no. t- many times it's an illegal who happens to be living in Philadelphia. And they'll say yeah. they'll describe him in the media as a Philadelphia man, when in reality, it's you know a uh, a guy from Panama City, and I don't mean Florida. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know who, you know, who the abductor was. We know the abductee was found, and that's a good thing. So that's positive news. I know I came up here, you know, visiting in Cambridge this week in, in the Boston area, and and uh, they were all distraught, you know, because it's a child, you know, and if you, you don't have a heart if, uh, you know, a child. Bill, if gets, you knew how many how many children were being abused every single day in this country. Well, if, if you saw the numbers, we talked about this before on the show. Yeah. Um, you, you would, you, you wouldn't have enough handkerchiefs to stop your tears. There was a lady I ran into the store the other day. I think her name was Cindy. Uh, I, I, if I got your name wrong, cause I know she's listening to the program, but, uh, uh, you know, she did not know. Well, we, we talked about the Disney thing where the 219 yeah. people, you know, for child trafficking and uh, whatever else trafficking that they're into. And you know that if there's 200 some odd people, there's got to be some higher ups in on that, too. But you got that going on. She didn't know that the United States is the number one importer of child or children for trafficking in the world. Yeah. You would think that that we. You know, we're a God-fearing Christian country, right? You know, people wonder why there are so many supporters behind Trump. And it's because Trump openly, strongly, loudly stands for the things that we stand for. You know, a, a, an American country that has values and morals and uh, beliefs in the Constitution and mm. you don't really hear this from other people. By the way, I was I, I wish I had the audio. Now, Barack Obama? No, Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, yeah. And Barack Obama. Do you know that they have caught Vivek Ramaswamy using old Barack Obama speeches and making them his? Then they have a side-by-side -side comparison. I heard it this well, morning. Joe Biden was guilty of that. Then you know what? I'm sorry, Vivek, if you're doing that, see ya. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be ya. And you know you had such a great reputation of anything you said that you wanted to achieve, you did. Your wife bragged about you. You know, you should hang your head in shame and go apologize to her first because she supported you, if that is true. No, what I was talking about, about Barack, he told Joe Biden over lunch, people in America are scared, and that's why Trump's numbers are growing because they're turning to him for somebody to fix it. You know, wow. he's trying, he's trying, you know, even Barack, and I'm not a Barack fan at all. I think he did a lot of things to hurt this country, but even he sees the writing on the wall. You can't do this, you know, and get away with it. It's, it's time. It, it was a, a, a come to Jesus moment, but I don't think Biden hears it. And I don't think Biden is making all the decisions. I think he's, he's talking to the wrong person here or, you know, maybe, maybe maybe Biden's off the train, you know, and uh, the people that are saying, "Hey, get that train back on the track." We can't go. We can't keep going this course. Even people but, have watched Biden for years, and, and uh, I mean, I've seen him since he was a young man. Um, they don't know why he has so enthusiastically gone in a direction that nobody ever would have guessed he would have gone in. I mean, this this guy for for years supported moderate positions and yeah. now now Biden enthusiastically supports the most left of left positions and they can't yeah. they can't figure it out uh you know as we speak I'm trying to find that cut where uh Vivek is using an uh I, it, it's too much I can't I can't find it and do a show at the same time but uh you know Bill the reason why I had mentioned a little while ago about how normal people can do abnormal things in the mm -hmm. in the in the worst situations, um, I, I remind people that there's an element in our global society that wants to see our population shrunk. You know, I'm talking about the Klaus Schwabs, the Bill Gates, the World Economic Forum people. They've already said openly and loudly to anybody who will listen that we have too many people in this world. Okay. Too many people in this world. Now, good, decent people like you and I, I think, uh, and, uh, and our listeners who are enjoying the program, 
they can't imagine that anybody would, uh, you know, innocently, uh, I mean, uh, directly uh, remove people from the planet. I mean, they wouldn't think that, you know, good people could kill other good people, but it happens. And I guess what I'm trying to say is guys like Bill Gates, when they promise, or, or, uh, or Klaus Schwab, when they promise to reduce the population, they have a plan. They have a mm. plan. They have, in their minds, they have a way that they're going to make it happen. Guys like Bill Gates didn't get Microsoft going from nothing without having a long-term plan. And he built that plan, and he followed that plan. He made it work. And and God, you know, I think that some of these people have the same uh, approach towards uh, the reduction of the population. You know, and I, th- well, it, 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 it uh, I think we, you know. we so blindly go about our every day and don't pay attention to the fact that there are people out there trying to kill it. Well, you know what, you bring up when you talk about that, that brings up the birth control issue, uh, or and the abortion issue. Birth control is one thing, abortion's another thing, and abortion's wrong, but. You know, I was listening to the radio, obviously. I did a lot of radio listening yesterday. I was, I was driving along and driving, you know, I drive through New York. And so I listened to the talk radio there, and all of a sudden the commercials come on. Now, you got a conservative talker, but the, com- the commercial comes on, and it's a state public service message. But, hey, don't forget, now you can actually just call this simple toll-free number and do an online exam, all right? It's like getting... Erectile dysfunction uh, pills. You know, you want to get your Viagra, just do a form online and they send you the pills. Well, now the state there is issuing online. You can just go make a phone call, answer a few simple questions, and they send you the abortion pills. Wow. Well, make it make it easy to destroy people, you know, convenient. Well, yeah, you know, if if you're going to do instead of doing that. You know, how about uh, birth, con- you know, a, a, not a birth control pill, but a birth prevention pill. In other words, let's stop things before it starts. And, you know, the day, let's take the abortion issue away entirely. You, you know, before I, I may have found what I was looking for, this is a side-by-side part of a speech from Barack Obama and then Vivek Ramaswamy with his speech. And they go back and forth with this. Listen. They drove it into the ditch. If somebody has repeatedly crashed your car. You can't have the keys back. Do you want to turn over the keys to the same people who crashed it? He said Russia in the 1980s are now calling to ask for their foreign policy back. I have a newsflash. The USSR does not exist anymore. You know, the Cold War has been over for 20 years. It fell back in 1990. A skinny guy with a funny name. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name? But they sense deep in their bones. I believe deep in my bones. E pluribus unum. Out of many, many. one. We are- Did you hear that? He stole it. It goes back and forth, back and forth. And the last one, it's word for word. And the pacing is so is so on, well, on the money that they put them together. And it sounded like yeah, a chorus. Yeah, he rehearsed it. And you know what? Uh... He might not have even sat there and said, well, he said it that way. I'll say it this way, which he could have done. But, you know, there's AI programs out there, and you put in Barack's speech, it'll come back with the same speech with different words. Yeah. um, You know, we never heard of uh, Vivek Ramaswamy until about six months ago. Uh, All of a sudden, just like Barack Obama did uh, back in the early 2000s, he was unheard of. He was a guy with that funny last name from Illinois, and all of a sudden the media made him a rock star, and he came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden he was the president of the United States. And it can happen again. you know. Well, and, and, don't, I, and don't think that because somebody's a Republican it's different. It's, no, 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 no. As a matter of fact, Vivek, if you want to make, a no- make noise, Make your own noise. Blow your own trumpet. Don't take what Barack did and and use it. 
But then again, you know, Biden did the same thing. He stole and plagiarized so many different people oh, yeah. and got caught on it before there was any kind of watchdogs and AIs and whatever in the world. He got caught, but he still does it. And he's our president today because, well, America, you elected him by the biggest landslide. Oh, you're right. And if you believe history, that, I have a bridge in Brooklyn. Uh, do you? Yeah, I do. What, what, do you, what do you want for it? Uh, well, you know what? I, I'm going to call that judge. Yeah. You know, that's with Letitia. Yes. And find out. You tell me what price you want, because I think you might overinflate the price. I want Mar-a-Lago. I mean, $18 million. I can get a few friends together and, uh, you know, uh, let's well, go for okay. it. You know, uh, the case in New York that is going there. Now, the judge sided with Letitia which says the judge is stupid and has got an agenda. And Letitia is really dumb. Why would you say that about her? Well, the simple fact is uh, statute of limitations, uh, which they do have an effect there. Uh, they're talking about things, and now they're trying to figure out how to get around the statute of limitations to go back. But here's the problem with real estate. If, if you're going to sell a home, you know, and they're going, well, what do you want for it? You're going to give a price. It may not be worth what you think it's worth or say it's worth. It's up to you. Go ahead. Thing is, though, Bill, he sided with Letitia initially. But did you hear what happened five minutes before the court ended yesterday? I mean, they were in court for like six hours. But yeah, he realized he's well, stupid. He, well, the yeah. limitations. 80% of Letitia's charges against Trump were essentially dropped because the statute of limitations uh, had gone by on, on all of these different things, and they had no value. Yeah, and it, let's go to the valuation. Let's not talk about a home. A home, you have the bank chooses your appraiser, and the appraiser comes in and goes, yeah, okay, this home should be at cost $500,000 to build. I'm going to go through, well, it, I'm going to take away for this because there's some wear and tear here. But I'm going to give you extra for this because you added this. But what it doesn't take into consideration, now when you're talking about commercial real estate, it's what I say and what you'll give me for it really is how it is. You're talking investing money and investor money, not regular bank loan type that you and I are used to. And then there is um, a brand. Trump has always built a brand. You know, the Trump name means something. It's just like uh, the property that Barack Obama bought in uh, in Hawaii. The simple fact that he was a president, you know, and uh, what he absolutely. Was under, uh, if I told you, Bill, 44. that I, I have a farm in Gettysburg, it's a nice farm, and I want to sell it to you for ten million dollars, you'd probably say, "Ah, there's no farm in Gettysburg worth uh, ten million dollars." Uh, I give you, I give you three hundred thousand. Yeah, That's but if it, I said to you that the farm was owned by Dwight David Eisenhower, and it was the Residence of the former president, the historic it's worth something now. Yeah, that's exactly right. So this this numbskull of a judge devalues Mar-a-Lago, says it's only worth eighteen million dollars. When Trump spent like two million dollars on a couple of beachfront lots across the highway from his from his property, just so that it would not be used for some other purpose. It was so that he would have a beautiful view from Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, um, and you, you put improvements on there. You, you spend, you spend, I don't know, a million dollars. Well, you put a million dollars of renovations into the place. You're going to pick up, you know, you know, threefold, fourfold, fivefold those improvements. Yeah, and the overall value. So come on, they told. The, the, I think he put in a new, a ballroom. He had yeah. a beautiful ball, and Trump doesn't do. By the way. Uh, a modest uh, improvement. When Trump does an improvement like uh, he did at Mar-a-Lago, it's palatial. It is opulent. It is it is a gorgeous move. It is a significant investment. So when you see them saying it's only worth $18 million, I'll bet you this judge hasn't stepped foot on Mar-a-Lago. I Trump, bet you he's never been for, there. Trump, if he builds something for us himself, he loves to line things and bed gold and yes. things. It's ornate. Now, uh, last time I checked, gold still goes up in value. Yeah. Have they taken any of that? The, not not just the value of the property, but the ornateness of it, the 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 splendor of what you put into the it. The gold leaf and stuff like that. Yeah. 
all of that into it, take that into account. I mean, this is like owning a classic car that you have totally restored or built to perfection, and then you put your own touches on it. Now, all of a sudden, it is a priceless gem. And then you put the brand on top of that, which they haven't even accounted for. I am sorry, but uh, that whole thing is a bunch of crap, and that suit is falling apart. And, you know, they got to take that one down, and then they got to go down to Georgia because— Yeah, well, before we do that, I got Trump standing outside of uh, the courthouse last night, and uh, he had some comments. Have to listen carefully because it's a courthouse, and like every courthouse, there's a lot of granite and stone— and there's an echo, but uh, he he gets through with his message. Listen. All right. Well, I think that was very good. That last five minutes was outstanding because the judge essentially conceded that the statute of limitations that uh, we won at the Court of Appeals is in effect. Therefore, about 80 percent of the case is over. I was going to come out and say that. As you know, we're not entitled to a jury, which is pretty unusual in the United States of America. So uh, we think it's very unfair that I don't have a jury. But uh, the judge's last statement was very fair. And if I read it right, I'll let perhaps one of the lawyers speak to it. But Cliff, maybe you'll speak to it if you would. But uh, the way I interpret that and the way everyone else in the room seems to interpret that is that the statute of limitations uh, is a very real thing in this country. And that would be about 80% of this case would be over. Now, here's the thing. 80% of the case he thinks is over. Well, tell me about the other 20%. How does a judge think that the other 20% is strong enough not to dismiss too? You know? Well, yeah, they're going to try to do something. But again, we get down to the valuation of it. Okay, it falls within the statute of limitations, but the valuation, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. This is a political attack. This is not this is not a criminal attack. They want to sit there and punish him somehow and hurt him financially. And that's what this is all about. I don't think that they can get away with it. You know, that, that courtroom. Did you, you know, see that the, yesterday, Bill? Did you see the judge yesterday? In that courtroom? Yeah. Oh, gleeful and happy. Laughing. He's yeah. smiling to the camera. Well, well, okay, now you're you're talking about my point. What was in that courtroom that was not supposed to be in that courtroom? Oh, cameras. Exactly. This is a clown show. It's a, it's a, TV, it's a reality TV show. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah, this whole thing is a sham. It's it's stupid. Did you see and- Letitia James? Oh, yeah. She was seated behind Trump across the aisle, and she spent uh, much of her time glaring at him like like uh, some juvenile high school kid. She didn't know who he was to begin with when she ran for office. Right. She made him a campaign uh, to, to attack him, a campaign promise, and she's delivering on her promise, and she sat there. You know, I am doing my job. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Well, Letitia, actually, you didn't do your job because if you did, I mean, any any law school student that's a D student would have told you uh, statute of limitations, uh, you know, and her case is even even the judge is going, I can't do that because if I do this, you know, I mean, I become a part of something stupid too, yeah. which, I mean, even if they get the two or the twenty percent, that's going to get bounced on appeal anyway. Do you know this case Trump's- is he, the judge has said that he expects this case to go to mid December because of T- appeal and everything. Tell me, yeah. tell me, this is not. No, this is just his his trial. Yeah, and this, then it's got to go to appeal. No, but he doesn't include that when he says mid December. He's just talking about his end of the case. The judge in that well, courtroom. Me- but here's the thing, Bill. Uh, uh, this is classic election interference. Because I think people know that, and I think the Democrats don't get the one thing. I got to pull your picture up here so I can make sure that you. I'm still. I here. don't see any hand. No, no, no hand cues and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's classic interference. But what the Democrats are not seeing, they're going. Oh, you know what? If we take him off the campaign trail, he can't. He can't. You know, he can't go out in politic and and win. Oh. Well, have they have they paid attention to the numbers? They're they're promoting him for him. Yeah, 
by doing this because the the people are onto it that this is a sham. So every time that they attack, they're sitting there, his numbers go up a percent here, a percent there, and a percent there. And you do that daily, you know, in 10 days or a month, he's gone up 10 points. Thank you, Democrats. You're helping us. Well, win here's our the thing. Case. I don't I don't know how they're going to uh uh finish this trial. I mean, this judge, he he, he probably went home to his family, and his family probably will say or said to him last night, oh, we saw you on TV. Oh, you look great. But after after a few days of this, he, they're going to realize, you know, Trump's making you look like a fool. You know, you you, you are looking like an, an idiot. Uh, and at some point, now, is that going to backfire on Trump? Trump came out of the courtroom yesterday and was gentler on the judge than he had in, you know, he was going to be. He even said it. Well, I intentionally, I was going to come out and complain about the fact that there's no jury involved in, in this case. But uh, the judge uh, actually uh, decided that 80 percent of my case was irrelevant, and he dismissed it. And 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 I have to applaud the judge for doing that. He was kind to the judge. You know, the, mm-hmm. he Trump is a businessman and a negotiator, and he knows when to use the hammer and the uh, uh, or to well, use the. The feather, you know. Let me ask you about uh, Russia Gate. I'm going to go back here and I'm going to bring. I'll, I'll drop a bomb. Uh, Russia Gate was Trump guilty of anything, or was that nothing? A, nothing. It was a. It was a fabricated uh, story and document. Hundred percent right? right. Okay. Back in February, they talked about the 1776 return documents. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you the, know who the, created the one it? Thou- the FBI. Yes. It was. It was the outline strategic plan to take over the U.S. government buildings on January 6th, written by the FBI. Yes. In other words, there was, well, there was an insurrection by the FBI and the Democrats. But, but trust me, there are two separate sets of law and justice in our country. It doesn't you, matter. Now, Mary, you know, Mary Garland was on 60 Minutes this week saying, oh, no, we have one set of laws for the rich and one set of law, the same set of law for the... No, that's a lie. That's not how it works. Let me explain. There's two representatives right now in Congress who are in, in some kind of trouble. One of them is Matt Gates. They're talking about trying to expel him uh, from Congress because he's making too many waves. For example, I'll play it for mm-hmm. you in a second. He uh, uh, he wants to have the speaker vacated from his position, and he actually made that that proposal yesterday. Uh, right. And the other guy is Bowman, the um, the guy who pulled the fire alarm. The guy well, that who, guy th- th- that guy should be brought up in charges. But Bill, oh, they're I, not going to. They're not well, going yeah. to because yeah. oh. he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. They're yeah. Already and, making excuses for this guy Bowman. Let me let me on the View yesterday. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard the excuses. Listen, I didn't know what that was. This is one of uh, this is uh, uh, Sonny Houston, I guess her name is, right? On the View, uh, dumb as a box of friggin' rocks. Listen, and I, I don't want to call it a stunt yet. There's going to be an investigation. <laughs> I know Jamal, and so again, I'm a little biased. But the doors that are normally open so that he could get to the chambers to read were somehow miraculously closed. How did that happen? And so, yes, sometimes you're freaking well, out and you're it, in an elevator and you're pressing all the buttons. What you're saying, it goes okay? to them not having the time. Oh, what? Honest to God, folks. Goes to them not having the time. My oh. name is Whoopi Goldberg. Well, wait a second. I, I, got more, what... I got more from Whoopi. Listen. Oh. It is quite possible that he was trying to get there. And, and, the, and the door, not panic, but, you know, if you're not looking because it's a door that's normally open, you just go and you press a button. Oh. You know, it's a fire alarm. I was so scared of that. I don't know because I don't know what it, I haven't seen the fire alarm. Oh, wait a second, Whoopi. You haven't seen Whoopi. a fire alarm? Yeah, yeah, she hasn't seen one. Yeah, look, that guy was a high school principal. For 12 years. All right? For 12 For years. For 12 years, and they have fire alarms there. They do fire drills. Yeah. You remember those when <laughs> they, you were in school? Absolutely. And if a kid pulls a fire alarm, well, they end up in the principal's office, and there's consequences for that, and they're expelled from school. Well, I know right. this because he actually expelled kids from school for that so you know what he is a lion blank 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 yes but this this is amazing they they are 
bending over backwards, sounding the dumbest that they can possibly sound to to ex- make excuses for this guy Bowman. No. There's no excuse. Uh, Margaret Marjorie Taylor Greene did a walkthrough of that that door, and, and, and on video you can see it online. And she said, "Okay, here's the door. We all use this door. Here's how you open it." She pushed the bar on the door; it opens up. She said, "On the Amazing. weekends, on the weekends, sometimes it's locked. In which case, you go up the stairs." And she took us for a walk. And here's another door, maybe thirty feet away, that's always open. But in no in no spot on the wall next to the fire alarm does it say, "Pull this red handle to unlock door." That's what he wanted you to believe. Bowman was, oh, I was, I was trying to get out, and I thought I could pull this, and it would open it. The- well, you know what? Every kid that failed his high school should go back and say right now, I want my diploma, <laughs> and I want an A, because that dumb blank, blank, yes. blank yes. principal, yes. you know, look what he just did. And you know what? Whoopi is, uh, she is surpassing, you know how she got the name Whoopi, right? Her real name is Karen Johnson. But That's you know real name. why she, yeah, Karen, you know how Karen got the name Whoopi? Well, because you see, she well, she's done it on the View several times. Whoop, you know, she she passes gas, uh, and so you know, she's like a whoopee cushion. Uh, oh, she's she's over whoopied herself uh, there. So no, that's that's that that's actually a true but, you story. Know, trust trust me. You see these people, you see them, and you you give them the deference. Oh, the, she's an Academy Award winning actress. Oh, she is so smart. Please don't equate. The ability to mimic uh, as intelligence. Please don't equate that, okay? Because that is not the case. In my wonderful life that I've lived, I've had the uh, opportunity to meet a number of different actors and actresses and people who Dumb had as box of rocks. And some of them, not all of them, but some of them, like you said, are as dumb as a box of rocks. They are not. They can mimic. It's they're like mockingbirds. And some of them can do it with feeling, and you think, oh, my God, what empathy, what, what vision, what strength do they have? No, no. They just can, they can imitate. And, and uh, so when you hear hey. Whoopi sitting at the console making an excuse for a guy who couldn't tell the difference between a door handle and a fire alarm, you, you know she's an absolute fool. Just, you yeah. know, anyway, uh we could go on and on about that, but hey, I, I did want to play one other cut, Bill, before. I, sure, wanted, go ahead. I want to play Matt Gates uh, uh, when he was on the floor yesterday. He uh, made this motion. From what, for what purpose does the, does the gentleman from Florida now seek recognition? Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Clause 2A1 of Rule 9, I rise to give notice of my intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. The gentleman will state the form of his resolution. Declaring the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives to be vacant. Resolved that the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives is hereby declared to be vacant. So that happened yesterday. And, of course, people are saying, oh, Matt Gates is way out of his league. Oh, he's making a huge mistake. He can't possibly get 200 votes. But he has said on numerous occasions he knows that. He wants the world to see who are the people behind Matt Gates. You know, mm-hmm. if you find that he's being supported mostly by Democrats, I mean, I have another cut from Matt Gates, and uh, it's it's actually too long uh, to play right yeah. now. Maybe I'll play it tomorrow. I have a slightly smaller cut, which might have it. Let me play this one here. If there's a deal made with Democrats, the only deal is is to make one with McCarthy, because I'm not offering anything and won't offer anything. And by the way, you if the Democrats want to own Kevin McCarthy, they can have it. Because one thing I'm at peace with is when we stand here uh, a week from now, I won't own Kevin McCarthy anymore. He won't, but be- he won't belong to me. So if the Democrats want to adopt him, they can adopt well, him. You're 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 wow! I mean, he's he's had it with McCarthy because he what he said was that you know the money for the Ukraine wasn't in the the bill that they approved the 45 day extension. But mm-hmm. they're saying that in order to get that temporary 45-day extension, McCarthy did a behind-the-scenes backroom deal yeah. with the Democrats that he was going to present the Ukrainian uh, money budget separately. Yeah, And uh, that's the kind of stuff that we don't need. No. But anyway. We don't. Have we done it again? 
Yeah, I was just going to mention uh, your uh, your football buddy from the 49ers is in the news. Remember the guy that uh, had to kneel during the national anthem? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's, last I heard he's trying to get a job with the Jets. What, yeah, what he, yeah, yeah, that's what he wanted Yeah, because of Aaron Rodgers. He's going, he would be honored, honored to uh, sit there and, uh, you know, just go in and work out with the guys and what's, what's kind of show them. His, uh, Kaepernick. Uh, Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I almost feel like playing you know, the, the national. This is a guy, another guy who's uh, you know just swimming in, uh, out of his league. He complains about how being oppressed he is, how life has been tough for him, but he doesn't tell he you. Be, yeah, he, I think he, he wouldn't has, be where he is. I think if he, he has a white, white, uh, either a mixed parents or or he was adopted and they're white parents. Either way. He wasn't oppressed. He came from a good household, and uh, but he he wants to be down with the hey, struggle, as they would say. You know, he was with the 49ers, you know. And I mean, uh, I'm not saying you know you had to work hard to get there, but you know, here's the thing that he doesn't is, realize: you know, the American people have a long memory, and mm-hmm. he may think that enough time has passed. He has not, by the way, apologized for what he's done. Trust me, that's the thing. He wants a job with the Jets, but would he be willing to go on television and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong to have done what I did? No, no, no. He's still not apologizing. He wants you to forget about it. Would he stand up to the song? What was that song? What was that song? Oh, uh, the uh, national anthem? Yes. This one one right here? Yes. Oh, I can't hear it on your end, but I know what you're playing. Okay. All right. We won't do it there, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm, for some reason, when we do these uh, Zoom things... Uh, it doesn't work. Ex- uh, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, he will not stand for the national anthem. He will not put his hand over his heart. You know, he kneels. But the last thing the Jets need right now is a mm-hmm. distraction. They, they lost Aaron Rodgers. That was their, They had signed him to a massive deal. He was coming from Green Bay. He was going to be there their white knight in shining armor, he was going to bring them to the playoffs and possibly the Super Bowl. And in our first game, he got injured and he's out for the season. So now yeah. they don't Now they don't have uh, a quarterback. I think they have a, a young guy, Zach, uh, what's his face, who did a good job the other day and almost won the game for him. But yeah. uh, he isn't of the same caliber as Rodgers. And so this guy, Kaepernick, thinks he can ride in and yeah. find, find a job uh, – he said, "I'll play on your taxi squad. I'll play. I'll play on your uh, practice squad." No, 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 no. no. Well, no, you know, how many years ago was that? Because that was when you uh, know Trump was about five you know, years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. What you know? I mean, the life of a player. How old is he? I mean, is well, he he's even... still young enough where he could play. I think he's in his early thirties. I think he could play uh, but, for a bit. But, but you know, he wasn't that good. No, to, he toward wasn't. the end of his career, he he started for a while, but then he stunk up the room. And then he yeah, took, and they took him off first string and benched him, and that's where he started to pull his antics, you know. But yeah, and you know what? They'll he'd do the same thing again. I can guarantee that. Oh, especially in New York with that that kind of an audience, you know. Oh with, yeah, oh, holy yeah. smokes! Anyway, f- I think that's about it, my friend. Uh, we have uh, we've gone over the limit. If you want to call us, our number is eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight. Oh, he was singing it. Mail at itsanotherday.com. There's mail at jimandbill.com and jimandbill at mail.com. Uh, absolutely. And um, also, uh, uh, hello to all of you who are listening wherever you are. Uh, people like uh, Denise and Karen and uh, Bart and uh, all of you out there who have uh, made us a part of your life. We appreciate it. And if you want us to mention your name at the end of the program, uh, mm-hmm. drop us an email to our email address and uh, we'll say hello to you too because we appreciate you being there. Sounds like a plan to me. Okay, it's that time. I don't know whether you can do it uh, with the loudness that you normally do because you're a guest in somebody else's residence, but uh, do the best you can. Oh, yes, I, I have to be quiet because there's neighbors there close are people by. sleeping yeah. next door, yeah. yeah. This is a high... High rent area, like you know, yes. five thousand dollars a month. So, hasta yes, yes. la vista, baby. We're out of here. 
the voice of freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?